Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers-Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Angela Beck of Old National Bank. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? A two-part virtual workshop. Another two-part. A two-parter, yes. Why can't indeed. they do it all in one part? Maybe there's so much great stuff you can learn that you need to break it up into two days. Well, tell me what this two-day event is all about. This two-day event is all about legacy leadership. In today's competitive market, it's imperative for an organization to have strong leadership for today, but even more important, to have a culture that will transform the next generation of leaders. Strong leaders are able to project a vision their teams understand and strive to follow. What is the definition of legacy leadership and how do you know when it exists? Now, who's actually presenting? This is presented by Daryl Warren. He specializes in helping reveal and strengthen leadership characteristics to successfully lead teams and deliver significant results. And when will it take place again? This will take place on Wednesday, October 27th and Thursday, October 28th from 2 to 3.30 p.m. each day. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Angela Beck of Old National Bank. I am the Assistant Vice President at Old National Bank, and I oversee the team at downtown office. So... It is the old titling of branch manager. We call our locations banking centers okay, uh, because we take care of everything in your banking world because we are your bank for life at Old National. So yeah, that's what I do. So are you a Munsonian? You always been from here? No, actually not. Um, I was born and raised in the Jay County uh, okay. countryside, uh, you know, gravel road and all. A lot and... of fog up there. Huh? <laughs> yeah, there always seems to be. <laughs> they always have fog delays Which over was there. great when I was in high school. Yes. Because uh, I am notoriously known during that time to be happy to have first period study. And that still was a challenge. So I really love those fog delays because they would go up to three hours delay, oh, which half your day was done. So yeah, so um, <laughs> it was really great. So I started in retail in um, just part-time retail going to school and ended up getting into Muncie by way of Kokomo. Okay. Um, I managed um, a store. It was a drugstore chain that is no longer around. Hooks or um, something like that? Well, I started with People's Drug, which People's was Drug. Okay. around the same time of Hooks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it turned into Rite Aid, which All is right. a okay. Pennsylvania firm, which then became CVS or yes. Walgreens, depending on where you were. And um, so I started in um, Portland, went up to Kokomo and helped out. I was actually under our district manager, got a lot of training and learning there, went to Anderson to help locations that were struggling and then finally got into Muncie where I decided hey this is the big town where I always was in Jay County land uh, so uh, this is where I ended up putting my roots down and kind of kept going from there uh, I went to a warehouse 
job, like where I'd be selling wholesale, mm-hmm. and that was Budweiser products. So. Oh, oh, nice. All right. Yeah. Any uh, free samples? I could provide free samples. To <laughs> you people. could provide them. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> to yourself to, or yeah. other um, people. <laughs> There were tastings that were available. The secret about me, well, maybe not a very uh, close secret, is I'm not a beer drinker. Okay. okay. All right. So that really wasn't a great fit. Interesting job, <laughs> so, Yes, yeah, the samples. So okay. People say, hey, what, did you like it? And I'm like, I don't, but you will. <laughs> so I would hand them, you know, the, the beer of choice, whatever we were promoting or bringing in. It's T.A. Smith Distributing, which is in Anderson, is who I work for. And uh, we were just getting into those IPA worlds and stuff like that, and uh, you know, again, you have to love what you sell. Yeah. And I didn't, I mean, it was a great uh, job. I oversaw salesmen. You know, that that part was part of me, you know, making sure we're taking care of our customers. But the other part, the actual product, I just couldn't grab. Right. And uh, I just got a, I had an approach from a family friend that said, you should apply for a bank. Uh, and it was out at Meyer, hmm. And really not even paying attention that there was a bank out there. And at one time there was, um, and that was Bank of America. They were based out of Michigan. Yeah. And interviewed with them, really wasn't the same skill set. Obviously, selling beer to having deposits and money isn't the same thing. But I provided them with a sales possibility um, because they are in a, in a sales environment of a store. Well, they actually implemented that in their company. Didn't hire me, but implemented the idea. Well, they took your came with. they took your idea yeah. for free. That's great. Because like, I found out from the family friend who worked for him that they were doing it. I'm like, that sounds really familiar. So um, fast forward about two years, um, and they actually had an, the position here in Muncie open up again, and they reached out to me and they were like, hey, you know, actually we feel like you're going to be the best person for that job. Um, we did implement your idea, and we really love it. And so I was able to not only um, manage the location here in Muncie, I was actually able to then expand my position when National City took over, because uh, uh, Bank of America went away. Mm-hmm. National City came in, and I went down to Greenfield, and then all of a sudden, here I am doing HR work. So again, just a different kind of sales, right? It's just you're, you're selling people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're making sure that they're understanding what they need to do, how to promote themselves, how to make sure that we're taking care of our clients, those customers that are walking in, and really having a lot of self-discoveries. So that was all like, oh goodness, you know, 20 years ago. And uh, suddenly another company came in and uh, took over PNC, which then um, we had a realignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really um, like that transition of realignment. So you didn't align. I didn't align. That's <laughs> right. We always talk about realignments and right sizing in mm-hmm. banking. So you hear yeah. that a lot. <laughs> and I decided that maybe that wasn't the same institution that I started with, obviously, and wanted to see what else I could do. And uh, by that point, I was in Anderson for a number of years in that type of position between Greenfield and Anderson and um, came back home to Muncie, which was then now my home, right? I was a commuter until then um, with Old National. So uh, it's it's been a whirlwind. I, I've just done a lot of bits and pieces here. So I feel really lucky of the opportunities I get when I get them and uh, hopefully still see those opportunities that are around when I have them. Now, Old National, how long have you been with them? Now? Well, now I've been with them for um, 15 years. 15? Okay. Oh, oh my right. gosh. So you've yeah. been there for a while. Then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I had a lot of, again, I've had a lot of positions within Old National mm-hmm. too. So I really, you know, that change, you know, always be prepared for change uh, because I came in as a commercial lender, um, was that for about a year. 
Um, they right sized, mm-hmm. so appropriately mm-hmm. sized for the needs of the clients. And I was placed into another type of position, which was affinity banker. Our idea was to go out to the businesses to help, uh, you know, their employees with their banking needs. The only thing is, is a lot of people don't want to talk about that during their lunch break. Uh, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just kind of want to decompress, yeah. especially when you're in their lunch room and you're saying, hey, open an account with us. And they're like, can I just eat my sandwich? And uh, so it was a great idea. We did a lot of on-site, a- or I should say off-site activities, mm-hmm. um, you know, like a... Um, career fairs and things of that nature, which was great to be able to promote Old National, but it really wasn't hitting the mark. So did that for about a couple years and then went into management where I am now, just taking care of that little bit uh, more uh, finite group of people to be able to say, what can we do to make the best for our clients and us get benefit because of it? Perfect. Boy, that's a lot. That was a that's lot of banking information. Right. That's okay. <laughs> Like, so now you know all about me. <laughs> Excellent. Well, take me back to uh, Portland real quick. Yeah. And Jay County High School. Yes. Were you in the band? I was. Because they're known for the band as well as their fog. They, that's true. That's true. I am a <laughs> proud uh, former uh, mar- uh, marching guard member. So oh. I wasn't good enough to play an instrument. <laughs> I never tried. But I did twirl the flag a little bit. Um, I uh, was able to uh, have a great time, you know, learning, getting that family of band. Um, uh, my husband also was in the band. So that was really the primary way I met him and got to know him was through that because we're both from Jay County. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, both of us now living in Muncie and having a child, uh, we wanted him to have the same kind of experience because when you're a band geek, oh, mm-hmm. I was a band you're geek. A, you're yes. a band geek for and, life. You know, exactly. You're a band geek for life. <laughs> you, you know, and at first you're like, what? I'm a band geek. But now you're like, yeah, I'm a band geek because you love it. You <laughs> love the time. You love the, you know, the, the family that you gained from that. And so we were wanting to do that with our son. And it was when in 2014, when Muncie Central won uh, their state fair competition. And we were away because, of course, we weren't in band at that point. And uh, so we were away, come home, we're talking to my in-laws who still live in Portland, and we're like, hey, how did, you know, the contest go for Jay County? Because we're always, you know, we bleed red, white, and blue. And um, she said, well, they got four. And my son said, well, who won? In-laws replied, well, Muncie Central won. And he goes, great, we won. (laughs) That, it was almost like a curtain of realization (laughs) came across me to realize I was no longer just a Patriot fan. I was now going to have to merge that blue and red together to make purple. And that's how I <laughs> brought it together to become now what I fully feel is a full Bearcat fan. Okay. Uh, because as you know, if you're on Facebook with me at all, I am my son's biggest fan. Oh, well, yeah. I promote the crap out of that boy. And um, he but- was, was he... um drum major no actually okay. he, he was not but he um did have a solo this oh, year okay. All because right. of course um you know i have to say again being his biggest fan mm-hmm. that uh, the spirit of muncie did win this year's indiana state fair competition not only did they win they also have a record score so um we wow. were so happy he did have a solo in the um actual program or the performance so we were able to you know shed a little tear of our little guy out there he's so you know he was little once and now he's this big guy and he's playing and he's rocking it you know you can't rock it in band and uh, so we were really excited so that's you know when it comes to the band mentality that's you know we're so glad that he was a part of that um to be able to have that little bit of history no matter where he goes he'll always be a bearcat 
Spirit of Muncie, All In, Band Mam. So when people go, gosh, you're in so much. But think about the small things that can make such a big difference, uh, you know, when it comes to community involvement. Because that's where I see the biggest impacts, for me at least, in my satisfaction of being a community member. Now, speaking of all your connections and everything that you're involved in, you sell the most roles, I believe. Oh, my goodness. She for kicked the all Altrusa. of our butts in Altrusa <laughs> this year. Now, you're in Altrusa selling yes. these roles. Please tell us about it, ladies. Yes. Altrusa International of Muncie, Inc. is a local club. But we have a international scope. So um, there's clubs throughout the entire world of, of this organization. And our local club here in Muncie began in 1925. So it is... Been a, around. Oh, it's been around a little bit, right? Absolutely. Uh-huh. And all the monies that we raise throughout the year comes right back into our community. So again, thinking about community, but also, you know, what do you do to raise those monies? Um, and, you know, a couple of years ago, there was a great idea to just do a simple roll sale. I mean, Texas Roadhouse Rolls, but let's talk about that. Texas Roadhouse Rolls. <laughs> Are delicious and they're butter and all butter, the stuff that goes along with just it. Just $2 more for eight ounces of whipped honey cinnamon butter. I mean, do I need to talk about it anymore? <laughs> well, you've already it sold it. It sells itself. And I you know. sold a hundred dozen rolls. And I'm actually a little bit above that oh, right now. Uh, yes. So, but I, I was proud of myself at 23 dozen. Like, I'm like, look, I set a goal for 20 and I'm at 23. And then Angela's like, I have 105. <laughs> I know. And it's like, and it's so funny because I'll, I'll send it again. Facebook. Great. I, I'm at the perfect age for Facebook. I'm, I'm 50, 51 years old now, and it's like, yeah, I love Facebook. Um, so, and it is the set of role lovers that I have. Um, I just send out a message. I said, it's that time again. Uh, we'll ha- you'll have them by Thanksgiving, and we all know that Thanksgiving is the feast day. So why do you not want to get these rolls? And that's as easy as it goes. And I have people buying dozens upon dozens. I think the highest count is one uh, family bought 15 dozen. So 15 dozen. Exactly. Because you can, they're frozen. You can keep them all here. year. And then you just unzip that bag, put them in a Ziploc bag, unzip them, grab a few out. You need them for Easter? Got got them on hand. You're good to go. You're good to go. And then the butter comes frozen. So you just put it in your freezer as well. Wait until you need it. Just come out. It becomes this wonderful, lovely gift that you can continue See, to get to yourself. If, no, if no wonder you sell so many. Person, <laughs> Angela is the one. I am the role queen. <laughs> I is. almost wanted to put together like a, a tiara. Yes. Oh, and a couple butter nice. roll, you know, whips. <laughs> just to say, oh, we've got I some... am the queen. Right? Well, I think we have a lot of crafty people in our Altrusha Club. So we could probably <laughs> put together some kind of roll, right. crown what or tiara or something yeah, like that. It could be the gone. it could be the traveling, traveling tiara. tiara for and, every year. And then because I love rewards. There you go. And they don't have to be monetary. So yes, I am still part of that. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'll wear that tiara with pride. All right. Absolutely. But yeah, so again, it comes down to um, it's an easy way to promote our organization. I tell them what we do with the money. I mean, not specifically, but I do share during the year how that goes. And then you also get a little bit of benefit of others understanding what you're helping in the community. And maybe they want to help out in the community and become a part of an organization. Um, if not, I'll choose another. Uh, so it really then helps us all. So we're not all in it alone. 
we're in it together. I, you have so many people behind you, so many great men and women that are, you know, at the ready for Altrusa. Here locally, we're only um, women members, but that is not the the set of the organization. We were at one time, uh, just kind of like Rotary was only yeah. men, right? Exactly. Altrusa was the women component of Rotary. That was what the design was. But now we um, are, you know, all members are welcome. Yep. Now we and live in the dudes. It's fine. That's right. And I think, Matt, I've even approached you a couple times to say, <laughs> You, you, can, you have. You I've been there quite a bit. Ceiling he on he that. is a rotary or a uh, uh, honorary uh, altruist. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> award winning. Yes. Distinguished award. That's that. right. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. So again, just, you know, being a part of the community is, I just think brings you a little bit more warmth in your heart to understand that it's not uh, you only. It's not your family only. It's everyone in to make your you and your family a better position locate you know where you are in the or in the community so i'm really i'm really blessed to be able to have that capability um, not everybody has the capability of gab i get that um or to be able to ask questions like as in will you give mm-hmm. will you buy um some people don't have that talent and there's other talents to be had that can help in supporting and promoting our community so i try to help that along too well, good. Everybody needs someone who's good at the ask. I'm not always so great at that. So I love that you're like, yeah, I need you to give us money or I need you to buy these rolls or I need you to do whatever. Right, and I right. think that's great. Perfect. Well, I said that my husband and I met in high school in band because he was two years younger than me. Oh, you robbed oh, the cradle. You, you know cougar. <laughs> my mother-in-law did not like me originally, I don't think. I mean, I kind of felt like that. But Alona, if you're listening, I get it. Because um, now I wouldn't want the same thing for my son. But, um, but we, um, you know... He went to school, mm-hmm. uh, was at Ball State, got a, a biology degree, and then uh, realized he wanted to do nursing. So he then went on to IU East and continued his uh, studies and became a nurse. High school sweethearts. Um, but we didn't get married until 1998, and, I, and that was 10 years after my graduation, eight years after his. And people say, why did you wait? And I always say, I didn't want to marry a student. So he made sure that he went to Ball State, he went to IU East. He got as much schooling in as he could. Absolutely. Wow. So, yeah. So we ended up, and it was December of 98 when we finally got hitched. Uh, so um, we uh, were very blessed to have our son, you know, in 2003 and uh, one and done. That's why I think I always shower him with as much uh, love and support as I can because he is my one and done. Uh, so now we're empty nesters. Um, so my husband is an RN at IU Ball. He's working a lot right now, I bet. He is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's got very concerning work right now. Um, he was in a specialty area. He was in the endoscopy area. So we understand that endoscopies are and all the whole gamut of endoscopies, bronchoscopies, and colonoscopies oh okay so yeah so i will do this plug at this moment to say if you're 50 or older make sure you get your colonoscopy it's not as bad as you think and it is the number one way that we can eliminate colon cancer colon cancer is the number one preventable cancer if you get it soon enough you'll never have it because if they find polyps in your colon they will remove them and you'll never have colon cancer so please take that advice to Get that done. I know it's an uncomfortable subject, and that's why I talk about it. There you go. Because you need to get it done. There we go. So, but he does that. And right now, you know, again, they are ro- rolling down his department right now to allow them to support the more critical care areas to make sure that um, those nurses and the hospitals providing adequate care 
uh, for patients at this time. So it's really a very uncertain time again, mm-hmm. and hopefully we'll see our way past this um, and be able to uh, get back to a norm that we all would like to have. Absolutely. So get your vaccines, people. <laughs> PSAs. Get your colonoscopy. Get your vaccines. Do you need to stab me with anything else? I'm good to go. So, all Just right. Get Just get it done. Right. So, what does success mean to you? Success to me um, is really how you feel at the end of the day. So, um, you may be successful in some sort of work achievement. But if you didn't acquire it the right way, it really wasn't a full success. It didn't make you feel good at the end of the day. Um, if you don't sell a thing, I mean, we talk about selling, but it's really providing services in my neck of the woods. If I take care of a customer that they feel like they can sleep at night, even if that means that I did not complete a you know a sales aspect, like a new account or a loan, I still did a successful event. I, I took care of that client to make sure that they um, felt good about whatever the situation was. Um, unfortunately, in this day and age, fraud is so prevalent in banking. And we have a certain generational set that doesn't understand what just communicating certain information will, pro- will, will provide them. And it provides them a window into their world where it could shatter everything. And I've seen thousands of dollars leave an account. But my success in that situation is not causing blame or laying blame to that person that is a true victim, but to try to get them to a point where they can't sleep at night. I hear people say all the time, I couldn't sleep at all before I came to see you. And it is such a sad state to be in. And it's not necessarily people that don't have money, but it is, but people that do have money. Um, so it's it's a sad state of our world right now. So that kind of success for me is, is, is that. And then of course the wins are great, right? I mean, the win is when I get their money back. The win is because of that they now have a conversation with me where they can do other things with their monies Um, you know whether they invest it a different way or they um, realize that they have the capability to do improvements on their home by utilizing their home for some people it's like a no-brainer but for others it isn't they um, don't necessarily understand the process understand those type of aspects and that's really where I love my my job and the success of it is in that helping. So how I feel at the end of the night, really, uh, end of the day, I should say, really makes makes it worthwhile. So that to me is success, um, at least I feel. So what's on your bucket list? What do you want to get done before it's all said and done? Oh, I'll tell you, um, we were trying to get to Europe. Um, my husband, actually, his parents are from Germany. Oh, okay. okay cool. So yeah, um, my uh, father-in-law um, actually came over in 70, um, my husband being born in 71, but he taught himself English by um, watching Lawrence Welk. Oh. <laughs> so we want to have the opportunity to take them back again. I mean, they've been back a couple of few times, but to be able to enjoy that time with them while they're still with us, along with our son. Because, you know, having that generational connection is really important. Um, But unfortunately, again, pandemic got in the way. Um, So that would be a bucket list item um, for me. Um, Also, um, uh, probably, you know, again, a little bit more travel. I mean, it's fun. Somebody was talking about, you know, what if you had all the money you could do? And I'm like, I'd be a yachting everywhere. I'd be, you know, <laughs> staying in the finest hotels. I'd be, like, You'd be a world yes, traveler. Right, that's right. Come on. Yeah, exactly. So, but, you know, that won't be a big reality, but maybe some pieces thereof. So, um, so we're, we're hopeful that in the next couple of years we can get over there. Um, we just don't want to plan and 
uh, have everything set. And then, of course, oh, that's wow. not yeah. an issue. Where, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I don't speak German, so I can't live there. <laughs> so, you know, if we get stuck over there, you know, my husband is um, bilingual. Um, uh, and my son is currently, uh, hopefully, <laughs> learning it at IU at this time. <laughs> hopefully, he is doing, going to his classes. Um, but uh, so I think that that would be just a great um, bucket list item within itself. And now it's time for the lightning round. Quick questions and quick answers. Number one question. What's your favorite band or artist? Oh, I'm so glad you asked me this. I know you ask others and I'm like, please have that on the list. Duran Duran. Really? Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, the reflex. Wow. Yes. I every time I even say there I even say the name. I get a jump in my heart. I'm like, oh and I and it's it's almost like my touchstone. That that group because every time I hear it on the radio or every time I hear it like in a store I'm like I'm exactly where I need to be because my boys are here too <laughs> I have been a Durani my as, as long as I can be I mean like they began in 1982 I became a fan in 1983 and I have never stopped um, I've seen them only once in Chicago You now you know me I mean, alright now we know hmm, John Taylor's my favorite of course bass is my favorite instrument because of it but of course you know it's all about that heartthrob right and and you will carry that for your whole life so every time I hear a song from them it just does that little little beat in your heart like I'm young again <laughs> I'm I love a teeny it. buffer again so that's it that's it Duran Duran okay are you an early bird or a night owl oh jeepers you know I just put out like I had a post on Facebook it said I'm not an early bird or a night owl I'm just a, a chronically uh, tired, you know, pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like. But out of the two, I'm definitely a night owl. I mean, I could easily stay up till one or two and I have no problem with it, but um, it's, it catches me every But morning. then in the morning, it that oh, comes awfully early. Man, sunshine. And I'm not a coffee drinker. So people are like, oh, just have your cup of joe. Wait, wait, mm -hmm. wait no coffee, no beer? No, exactly. Oh I don't drink gosh. coffee. I mean, Man. isn't that insane? If you had coffee, I Could think the world would have to like. <laughs> I've had Red Bull twice in my life, and it was it was not good. disastrous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that might be a lot. I could I could actually feel myself vibrate. So I'm like, no, that's not a good thing. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite book? So I am not a reader at all. I really got into the um, YA. So I would say the Hunger Games. Hey, okay. those are good books. Oh my gosh. I just read that. Like my, my son, of course, was of that age. And of course, the first one had come out. So that was the unfortunate part because all I had was the faces from the movie mm -hmm. when I started reading it. But I could not put the thing down. And it was just like, now I see why they do youth adult uh books because I might be a reader if I had those kind of books when I was young. <laughs> that is <laughs> true. I really didn't, but that would be it. I would say, um, yeah, wonderful. Good. Have you ever met anyone famous? No, no. Um, and there's, well, I, I've met uh, like um, Peyton Manning before. Uh, he's he, pretty he, famous. He's pretty famous, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, no, wait. Wait, maybe. Uh, but the thing was, I, I always act very foolish around people. Like Chuck Lofton on Channel 13, he does yeah. the weather. I get tongue-tied. So I saw him like a couple years ago. He was at the fair and I couldn't even say his name. I'm like, Chuck, uh, Chuck. And then he's like, who are the, you? And I'm like, so I'm really bad. So like the same way when I met Peyton Manning, I was like, hi. And I, the, the words that came out of my mouth was, my husband really loves your team. And that's all I could say. And I was like, are you, are you what is wrong with you? I mean, you know, when you walk away and you're just shaking your head like, why in the world? say anything that was me and when you look and I have a picture of me and it is like I look like the joker in a smile like I'm so like 
I'm like, it's bad. <laughs> it was bad. So I kind of tried to. You try to block that out of your mind. So, but okay. yeah, I mean, tongue tied every time. That's all right. What's your guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasure. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. Well, I am, I'm a sucker for sweets. I love sweets. I know that, you know, uh, Janine was talking about Lowry's. I, I, it could be Zachary's for all I care. <laughs> you know those hearts that you don't oh, get. Yeah. See, I come from a drugstore chain. Yes. You know, you know yeah. Those are the hearts you don't give away until it's like, Eight o'clock at night on you know Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day, and the guy comes in and like water left the Zachary chocolates, and you're like, I'm sorry, that's it. <laughs> that and this little you know monkey stuffed animal thing that says I love you hard on it. You're like your girlfriend's gonna not like you for the couple of weeks, but okay, dude, there you go. That's why we have it for you. But yeah, any chocolate is my friend. I cannot wait for queer chocolatier to come. Oh, I know. Open up. And then it's going to be just right down the road from us. <laughs> I'm going to say two We're blocks gonna be in away. Trouble. I know it. It's scary, but it's good. I mean, it's a good kind of scary. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? I don't know. Um, you know, I would like to be insightful and stuff. I know like your other guests are always like it with the books and things like that. I really, I mean, I would say probably one of my favorite movies is RV. Isn't that funny? The Robin Williams where he goes to Colorado with his family under the guise of a family vacation, but he's really selling um, you know, a soda pop. He's trying to buy a soda pop company. <laughs> I've RV, never seen that. It? Oh my gosh. Watch it. We used to own an RV. So that was kind of like our required um, okay. watching. Okay. When we were at the campsite and it was raining out, we always put in RV. Right. And we just watched it just a couple of years ago and it's like, oh my gosh, Alpine soda. Yes. I would, I would buy that from Robin Williams and he's wonderful in it. Oh, I just, I just love those laughing, those comedies. Comedies. Okay. Yeah, so get, get RV. All right. I know. We'll, it, we'll it's an under, I have never heard of it. I've this never movie. even heard oh of it. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll we, have to watch it. We have learned something new go. today. There All you right. go. Perfect. <laughs> What's your hidden talent? Hidden talent. Ugh. Something you're good at that people might not know. I don't think I have one. <laughs> Surely oh, you have terrible? one. You promote all your talents, right? That's true. I, everybody well, knows. I, I think it's like everybody knows whatever I do. I don't think that anybody would be surprised if I did something. I always tell people. Um, you're an auctioneer. I am an auctioneer. That's yes. right. But a, a very poor one at that. But <laughs> that oh, was, you're that good. Was the fun, that was That fun. was the funniest auction I've ever been to. She <laughs> was, was our fun. altrusa auctioneer, and it was yes. great. You did you a great know, job. I would, the, I think a talent that I have is, again, that gab is the the joke. Um, a lot of people, I mean, like I'll turn a joke quickly just in talking and, and somebody said, you should become a comedian. And I'm like, I would if I could remember my story, <laughs> you know? And my husband says, I'm a reenactor, not a reteller. So if I tell him a story of something that happened at work or, you know, like said, a truce or something, I'll reenact it. So I'll get loud, I'll get, and so that might be my hidden talent is I'm a reenactor. Do you sing in the shower? Oh my gosh, I do all the time. Okay. Of course. How about in the car? Duran Duran, I sing Duran Duran. Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, hello. I mean, there is, I mean, yes. Arena, What's your favorite Duran Duran song though? Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, right now, I mean, every time they have a new song, it becomes my new favorite. So Invisible okay. right now, they have an album coming out in October. Okay. <laughs> Didn't even know they had new music. Okay. I'm thinking Ordinary World back in the 90s or uh, well, Hungry Like a Wolf back the in the time. 80s. That's right. Reflex is wonderful. Oh, I, I mean, love the Reflex. off of Seven and the Ragged Tiger, it will be a, cl- you know, it's your, it's your go-to. <laughs> I get it. But I mean, like they are still, yes, they are still active and, oh, okay. and they just celebrated their 40th anniversary of of um, being in, in a group and so hopefully they'll be on tour soon and i'll be able to watch them again star wars or star trek <laughs> star trek all the way really okay oh my gosh because star wars is just too much man there's just too much <laughs> in that 
Star Trek is just nice, concise, and especially the re... I just love the the new Star Trek. I mean, like, as in, like, the new movies with Chris Pine. Oh, yeah. I just think it's a great variation of that. Like, what would happen in an alternate universe of, of Star Trek on that? But my mom and I, when I was younger... I got to stay up later to watch um, John Luke Picard in Next Generation oh, of Star Next Trek. Generation. So okay. yes, All right. so um, you know, again, the reruns were the original because we were in a rerun world in my age, seventies and eighties. You yes. know, when we're kids at home, uh, and then that was the new generation that we would be able to stay up later on. And so I uh, thoroughly enjoyed that because not only. Now, that was on Channel 59, right? Or did you get Fort Wayne Station? Fort Wayne Station. Okay, yes. so that was so it would, right. 55. It would be, and it would be at 10 o'clock. <laughs> it would be, at, no, it would be at, a, at 1030 because it would be after their news because there was oh, an hour. Okay. At that yeah. point, they were an hour uh-huh. ahead. Um, so, so you did get to stay up late. Yeah, it was really so start, late. Yeah, so Next Generation started at 10.30 to 11.30 because it was always an hour show. Well, we had a rotator, of course, so we could choose indie stations or Fort Wayne yes. stations in Farmland, and I would watch... Uh, those old reruns on Channel 55 out of Fort Wayne. Yes, and and you'd use the dial. Like, yeah. yeah, we had that too. We did too. Because <laughs> we would, at night, you could get the indie stations kind of, but at the day, they would yeah. burn out. Exactly. So you'd always turn it back. Our children We'd watch some Dayton stations too, like Channel 45 and, oh, I think there was another one there, but... Yeah. Exactly. Well, and on the weekends, um, on Saturdays, and I don't know if they still do, but uh, WIPB would always do Shirley Temple movies. Oh, okay. So we would always watch Shirley. We'd always watch 49. I watched a lot of Shirley Temple movies yeah. just then, by, because it was the only was thing the only on. Thing on. <laughs> <laughs> we have three choices, so and I don't one really of them is Shirley Temple. on Saturday mornings, but I remember us always watching that. I mean, I guess mom didn't want to watch cartoons, uh, so we'd watch those instead. And I guess mom was always the director of the tv apparently so um but yeah, yeah so it was it those are the fun that i remember you know my memories with her as well so that makes it nice nice what's your most used emoji on your phone <gasps> the laughing one with the crying tears uh, and i, I knew alter- that one would be and i alternate between face up sideways face up sideways because i love it so much i've got to do it different ways so, <laughs> so when you see the one i'm like huh yeah oh. but if you see three or more you know i'm digging it okay Absolutely. perfect love it <laughs> thank you so much for being our guest today oh thank you my gosh this is insane i loved it and oh i'm, I'm so honored and thrilled to be here thank you no problem thanks for stopping by the farmhouse bye We have a special guest in the studio with us today. Hi. Audia Howell. She is in here because we are going to tell each other dad jokes. Yes. And Audia may or may not laugh at them. We'll see. We're going to try to make her laugh. Uh, Audia, do you have a favorite dad joke? Uh, well, I don't hear them because my dad doesn't want to tell them. <laughs> what about the skeleton joke? Oh. Oh, that's for mom, not dad. Okay, but tell that joke. What is it? What's the skeleton's favorite instrument? A trombone. And the reason we're telling each other dad jokes, you, you've seen those uh, videos online of like Will Ferrell and oh, yeah. Mark Wahlberg telling each other dad jokes. Trying and to make each other laugh. Trying to make each other laugh. So, so that's what we we're going this... to attempt today. Yes. Um, but my mom is a mob, not a dad joke. Well, we'll call hers mom jokes. Can we just call them parent jokes? How do you deal with a sad astronaut? 
put them in orbit. Just give them some space. <laughs> ah, ding. I, you left. I used to play piano by ear. Now I use my hands. <laughs> Why is it cheaper to throw a party in a haunted house? I don't know. Because but... the ghouls will bring the booze. <laughs> <laughs> I lost the one I was going to... Come on, man. I meant to say mom. (laughs) Why did the Scarecrow win an award? Uh, because it was jiggly. Because he was outstanding in his field. I thought you would get that one for sure, husband. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, not funny. (laughs) I googled lost medieval servant boy. The result was this page cannot be found. (laughs) Ding for me again. No. (laughs) I had a great joke about construction, but I'm still working on it. Ah, ah, ah. Ha. Someone stole all my lamps. You'd think I'd be upset, but actually, I'm delighted. (laughs) We got audio then. Okay. What do you get from a pampered cow? Uh, You get some milk. Get some cream cheese. Spoiled milk. I was close. <laughs> oh, I got that one. Good. I used to read comic books, but I stopped. They're what? far too graphic. Not funny. Not funny? Okay. Not funny. What do you call a belt made of watches? A belt watch. A waste of time. Your mom asked me if I could stop singing Wonderwall. I said maybe. <laughs> okay. <no. laughs> what do you call two monkeys that share an Amazon account? Primates. Aw, so cute. And don't cut that out. Which sport has four letters and starts with T? Four letters and starts with T? Yeah, golf. Toff? (laughs) (laughs) What do you call a pony with a sore throat? A little horse. Oh, man, that look. (laughs) Seriously? You know the one thing I can't deal with? What? A deck of cards glued together. Yes, you can't deal with that, Dad. (laughs) <laughs> what does garlic do when it gets hot it takes its clothes off no! <laughs> you know i love the way the earth rotates it makes my day what do clouds wear thunderwear <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 thunderwear <laughs> What's sometimes i tuck my knees into my chest and lean forward same That's just how I roll. (laughs) How can you tell if a tree is a dogwood tree? It barks at you. By its bark. Pretty good. (laughs) I got it right. I know. I wouldn't say my house has the best ceiling in the world, but it's definitely up there. Nope. No. Fell flat. What do you call a hot dog on wheels? A hot diggity dog. Close, but no. Fast food. You got me, Mom. This, this one's for audio. Okay. I just figured out why Teslas are so expensive. Because they go vroom, vroom. It's because they charge a lot. <laughs> I get it because you got to let it charge. <laughs> I could tell a joke about pizza, but it's a little cheesy. <laughs> That's not no fun. <laughs> a dung beetle walks into a bar and asks, Is this stool taken? <laughs> That's a poop joke! Yay! <laughs> What's an astronaut's favorite part of the computer? The command key? The space bar. 
was about to say the space bar. <laughs> to the person who stole my place in the queue, I'm after you now. Um, <laughs> a little intellectual there. That w- I'm like, I had to think about that for a second. When does a joke become a dad joke? Uh, Because it's told by a dad? No. When it becomes a parent? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I went to the doctor the other day and complained about my sore feet. He said, gout. I said, but I've only just walked in. (laughs) I think you got me on that one. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. What did the fish say when he hit the wall? What? Damn. (laughs) (laughs) What did the carpenter say when he finished building his house? Nailed it. (laughs) What did the coffee report to the police? Oh, no, someone stole my coffee. A mugging. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, gotcha. (laughs) Someone replaced all the buttons on the elevator. It was wrong on so many levels. You just took the one I was... Not that that one, but... Why are elevator jokes so classic and good? Why? Because they work on many levels. (laughs) In Britain, they call it a lift, but Americans call it an elevator. I guess they're just raised differently. (laughs) Want to hear a joke about paper? Sure. Never mind, it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Ding. I was sitting in traffic the other day. Probably why I got run over. Why? Because I was sitting in traffic. How did you get run over? He was in the road, and then he got ran over. Poop jokes aren't my favorite, but they're a solid number two. Oh, like toot. If you poop, you go number two. You mean a two? And a two-two? No. This one's for Halloween. Okay. What do you call a blood-sucking tax specialist? A vampire. An account Dracula. I was close. I had vampire. What did the poop say to the fart? You blow me away. (laughs) (laughs) What type of house weighs less than all others? A camper house. A lighthouse. But that's heavy. Why did one woman bring toilet paper to the birthday party? Because everyone uses the toilet paper. Because she's a party pooper. <laughs> now I'm you're on. just telling poop jokes. These aren't even mom jokes. I know. I'm on poopjokes.com. Or no, fatherly.com. So they are dad jokes. <laughs> okay, mom. What's the best way to watch a fishing tournament? Live stream. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best thing about poop jokes? What? They make your cheeks hurt. What color is the wind? No color. Blue. How late do the cows stay up? Past your bedtime. Past your bedtime. Oh. <laughs> that took me a minute. <laughs> I didn't understand that at all. I tripped over your bra. It was a booby trip. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. 
If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone boss. boss.